Hey guys, it's the newest episode of Habak Heartbeats podcast and today is very special because we are interviewing Melinda Michael who played Julia Gilmore from Fit for Prince. Um, thank you so much for joining us, Melinda. I mean, first of all, you're so pretty. I know I already said that before, but like you're so pretty. I love your hair. You gotta like share a secret on your hair. Um, care. Thanks for having me, Camille and Brittany. I'm so honored to be here. And yes, I, I do super curly hair. They did straighten it for the filming, but naturally I, am, I have the curls here. Oh my God, it's so pretty. But um, for our listeners, can you introduce yourself? Sure. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. My name is Melinda Michael. I'm an actress in film and television theater. I also do video games and voiceover work. Uh, you can catch me in Fit for a Prince, where I play the role of Julia Gilmore. Um, a little bit about my acting background. I actually started when I was really young doing a musical theater. I went to the Shakespeare School. I did a lot of dance and music uh, performances. And then I segued into film and TV. And it's such a passion of mine. And, and I, I just love it. I'm so grateful that I get to do what I do. What kind of musicals did you do? <clears throat> oh, so many different <laughs> things. Um, the Wiz, Once on this Island, Chicago. Um, we, we did a musical version of a few Shakespearean plays. Uh, actually, since my first solo was when I was in grade two <laughs> in, a, in a Christmas play that we did, a musical. Um, yeah, and then uh, more recently doing, I just have been focusing on film and TV. I, I acted in some awesome shows. I'm so, so blessed to be able to do that. Um, like The Hundred, Murdoch Mysteries, Rain, nice. um, Hemlock Grove on Netflix, and, and it's led me to where I am today. Yeah. So basically you've lived my dream life. <laughs> <laughs> she wants to be an actress. I don't want to be an actress anymore. I feel like I'm getting a little too old for that. No, but it's never too old. Don't say it. it's never too old. I, I wrote my things. first play in the fifth grade and I acted all through high. I had planned to go to Juilliard. Things got in the way. And then I still act in like college stuff now. I'm in my 30s. But oh, so that's amazing. Like as long as you get to be doing it in some capacity, even if it's like community theater or something, yeah. I think that still just makes our, our hearts happy and our I love it the stage film. makes yeah. the stage makes me feel I don't know when I'm on a stage and you just get you know you get this feeling of just oh yeah an overwhelming just joy you get from it so. oh, when, I, when I interviewed Malcolm Jamal Warder last year he told us that uh, when his very first play it became like an addiction but he got all the like standing ovation after like you know the curtain call and everything he was like I want more of this <laughs> I know it's such a high it's like a high off live especially doing something live and there's people there watching and I, I love the feeling of knowing that I've impacted someone and touched them or moved them emotionally yeah. and contributed to their life in that way and it's it's just so special yeah <laughs> absolutely all right. So, um, is this was this this was your first Hallmark movie? This was my debut for Hallmark. Yes. Oh, how uh, how was it working for Hallmark? Uh, was you know what was the audition process? What were your first impressions of uh, the script? Not only the script, but your character Julia as well. 
Sure. Okay, where to start? Uh, working with Hallmark, it was a dream. I've been for many years now uh, waiting for the chance to be on a Hallmark movie, and, and it finally came true for me, and I couldn't have asked for a better role uh, playing a member of a royal family. Uh, I've been picturing that, you know, as being a part of my acting career and um, and <laughs> getting to, to play a character as a British accent, too. So when I first saw the breakdown and got the audition, uh, I was overjoyed and I felt like, you know what, I have a good, strong chance with this, um, this opportunity. I know I can do it. And thanks to all my years of watching Harry Potter growing up, I have a British <laughs> accent in my back pocket. Just like that. It was I'm good. I didn't know that you were not British when, uh, when I watched it. So it was great. <laughs> well, it's funny you say that because even when I had my first phone call with our director, Marita, who's uh, wonderful to work with too, and, and we had our uh, brief over the phone before we met in person and and I answered the call I was like hello and there was just this silence I was like hello and she's like you're not British yeah so I, I pulled a few people on set so that's great but yeah so back to I got the audition and um did it self-tape style because of COVID a lot of actors were doing oh, yeah from home so I prepared three scenes for that character um, and sent that in and uh, thanks to the casting director Ron Leach um, I, I was offered the part and uh, working with Hallmark it felt like a big family um, the production company specifically they they do a lot of Hallmark films and um, it's it everyone had just already a a, um, a harmonious feeling uh, they they work together regularly so I felt like I was into already that that environment that was so warm and welcoming and uh yeah and and to play julia was just so fun especially because for some you know in in movies uh, hallmark specifically i there might not be an opportunity for a character such as myself who isn't one of the the top leads to have such a character arc. And I really appreciated that about Julia's character where she had such a change of heart, um, you know, from being the, the very sneaky, uh, kind of, yeah, <laughs> not so nice, um, jealous, you know, um, kind of third member of the love triangle there. Yeah. And then by the end, really softened her heart and just wanted Ronan to be happy and have his happily ever after. And she was independent enough to know that she would get, you know, the, the person uh, that was right for her and her own Prince Charming. So I hope they do a sequel of it. <laughs> and like, yeah, Julia we were, we were talking about that last week, how much we loved her arc at the, it's one of my art. One of my favorite parts was the fact that she had the turnaround. Cause we so rarely see that the women who are the, you know, the, you know, bullies or other women are end up being these villains. And like, I hate that. I, you know, to see that she saw her own self. I really, I really enjoyed that. Mm -hmm. It was really fun for me to, to play that. And especially, you know, when I approached the character of Julia, I, I did take that into consideration where I didn't want to play her so cold and so, you know, proper, prim and proper that the audience and viewers wouldn't feel a connection with her and that mm -hmm. they would just hate her. I wanted her to be likable and for people, you know, to actually feel a little torn between, oh, do we want Cindy or what about Julia? And it, for it not to just be so easy that it's, you know, one or the other that um, I wanted people to really feel connected with her. Yeah, and absolutely. I, I mean, you don't want to be like cheering on one person 
block yeah. tearing down another. That's just horrible, especially when it's women. Like, you don't want to be tearing down women kind of thing. What was your favorite scene to film and why? Ooh, my favorite one was, okay, if you remember, I was out in the garden and I did a phone call. Yes. Indy, and it was my first big prank that I was pulling on her where I told her that we had decided we were going to dress very casually <laughs> for this grand ball and she, you know, so that she would show up um, being extremely underdressed. And I don't really know what it was about that scene, but I just had so much fun doing it. And I think because in real life, um, you know, I'm, I'm quite nice and friendly and approachable. And so to have a scene where I really got to dig deep into being uh, a horrible of- person. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was just so fun. And um, yeah, it felt like I, I was taking control of that scene and I had my, my big plan and was consp- conspiring against her. And it was, it was just fun to, to play that and, and you know, and, and fool her. <laughs> We were saying, you commented on it when the sprinklers went on and we were like, Julia did that. Julia somehow has to do with the controls of the sprinkler. You can't tell me that it's not auto- it didn't just automatically go on. <laughs> yeah, like, was, we're looking out the window. <laughs> definitely a missed opportunity. Definitely. It really was. It was just a sneaky thing. But um, do you have any behind the scenes tidbits? Like, did you guys, how did you get really close with any of the actors? Oh, yeah, we really, really bonded. Uh, How to say, you know, they're working on a film is different than having a guest appearance in say one episode of a TV show because we spend more time together. So we yeah. really got to bond um, and showing up to set every day. I felt like they were my my family at the time. And yeah, I've stayed in touch with all of them, uh, especially Rebecca LaMarche, yes. um, who plays the daughter of the Hamilton family. And um, yeah, we we stayed in touch a lot too, and just with everyone, everyone was so amicable and friendly and great to work I with, and that. I learned a lot from watching them work on set too. Um, especially Ronan and Cindy's characters, uh, is their seasoned actors, uh, series leads from other shows, and getting to watch them um, really just uh, just showcase their craft in such a beautiful way. I learned a tremendous amount, and so every day on set, I was learning and having fun and, and digging deep into my my characters uh as well for julia um so we have to talk about fashion obviously this was a uh, very fashion centered uh design movie and i loved the wardrobe personally i want to wear every single dress that was featured <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so what was uh who is the real designer here and what was it like to wear all of these uh, beautiful, beautiful gowns. Yeah. Well, I have the wardrobe department to thank for that. They collected all the designs uh, for what each of our characters were wearing. And I really, really, really loved what they selected. When I showed up and uh, before we started filming, we have uh, what we call a costume fitting. So trying on uh, an assortment of different options uh, for my character and, and they narrowed down uh, along with the director and producers what they they ended up 
uh, deciding for Julia to wear and I was so happy but everything they they had prepared was just beautiful and so it was an assortment of designers I, I believe several of them were Calvin Klein dresses actually um, and and costume wardrobe uh, it's it really does help me as an actor get into character I feel a lot more immersed in the character when I'm wearing uh, the, the costume pieces and really stepping into her shoes, like literally. <laughs> um, so it's helpful to have something that actually feels so in alignment with what my character would wear. They were really spot on. And I loved, I, I, I wanted to take those dresses home. <laughs> I want those dresses to at my home. <laughs> I love the ballroom, the last dress that you wore with the like jeweled neckline and stuff. It was just yes, so beautiful. Pretty. It was just so pretty. Um, one of my favorite things about Julia is, uh, like we already mentioned, is the turnaround that you guys had when they came to, like, she was a bully at first and she was, like, the prankster and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, she saw her wrongs and redeemed herself by the end of the movie. But what did you most like about Julia? And what was it, you know, what was, like, your... I guess, how, what was it like playing that turnaround, that switch, you yeah. know? Um, it was, it was interesting because there were many qualities that Julia has that I resonate with personally. Mm. She's very tenacious. She's very goal-oriented. She knows what she wants and isn't afraid to go after it. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, but maybe a little bit to her own detriment that, she, <laughs> you know, she was probably pushing some people or Ronan away from her because she wasn't as open-hearted and carefree in, in her spirit and, you know, as Cindy's character. And, and that obviously was something he was attracted to. Um, but for me, it was um, playing with that arc. It, as an actor, when I approached the script, I broke it down in such a way that I, I I was pinpointing where along in the journey were those transitions happening on mm -hmm. what lines, what beats and what scenes um, so that I could see the progression of when, what was the moment when her heart had took that shift, you know, and she went from being the, the cunning and duplicitous Julia to, to someone who actually felt like by the end, I think that she, she wanted to be Cindy's friend. And um, you know, it, it, it gave her a very redeeming quality and um, yeah. And it's funny because a lot of people that have watched the movie, uh, they've messaged me privately and said, you know, the, the Julia we see at the end, we really got to see Melinda shine through there. So maybe I got to uh, layer her a bit with, with me and, and bring her to life in that way. And um, yeah, it was just so fun. So fun. Cause as I said, it's not often you get to have such, such a, a turnaround um, yeah. with, with an objective of what a character wants, you know, to go from um, scheming against her to befriending her by the end. And yeah. Uh, yeah, hopefully the viewers liked that. I did. I loved that in the beginning, we were not fans of her. And then by the end, I, you're right. You know, I wanted to be friends with her. Like, Oh, I love her. Aww. You know? <laughs> yeah. I just, I, I like the vulnerability that you, that she had at the end where she was like, look, you're not who I want <laughs> yeah. you know and you ha you you get to have your happily ever after and now I get and I get the chance to as well 
And I love that you use that word vulnerability too. Uh, you're, you're actually, you're really right because, you know, even though she's very strong, she's independent, you know, she still is an emotional being. And when she sees someone that she loves or perceived to love, mm -hmm. um, you know, falling in love with someone else that hurts. And, yeah. you know, she is sensitive too. And, um, you know, to, to show her vulnerability in such a way, I think that's, that's what it means to be human, right? And, and to soften and, and the fact that she accepted that, but still was composed enough to, you know, be courageous and say, you know, don't worry, you have your happily ever after and I've got my eyes on someone now. <laughs> she still had a little bit Absolutely. of game on by the end, but, you know, she hadn't given up totally. Um, she was still always up for a challenge. So I like that about her. <laughs> She's like, okay, <laughs> yeah. on to the next. <laughs> Yeah, I love that. Um, we touched on this a little bit already, but uh, would you do another Hallmark movie? And I know you said this was a storyline that you absolutely love, but is there any other storylines that you would want to be a part of? Yeah, definitely. I'd love to do more and more Hallmarks. Uh, they're just such feel-good, happy movies filled with hope, and I'm all about spreading those kind of messages. Um, I was thinking about I would love to see on Hallmark Channel more stories about immigrant families. Um, Ooh, yeah, absolutely. Racial relationships. Yeah. Um, that's something that's very prevalent in my life, but in both capacities, um, being from a family that is of such mixed ethnicity. And then also my partner is um, on the other side of the world right now in India. And I just think it would be so, so helpful to portray stories of what, many relationships look like in, in our current society. Absolutely. Yeah, how we're living nowadays. Um, so I think to represent that uh, would be fantastic and it, it should be represented. Yeah. 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 I, I feel like Hallmark has finally become more diverse in their storyline because honestly, you know, it's just, they finally had gay couples yes the movies. yes it's they're really turning um turning around and, and taking action on on making that happen and so I, I would love to be a part of that and one of my friends um Alvina August she had a leading role in a Hallmark uh, over Christmas and she was one of the first black female leads on Hallmark too and it's just I want more of more of this um, yeah so much more just yeah, yeah let's they, they're doing better but let's just keep it up keep it up keep it up just keep growing and growing Exactly. I've actually been saying for the past couple of years, I would love Hallmark to do a Christmas movie in Hawaii. Mostly because they always do Christmas with snow and everything else. And I'm sitting there going like, you can have it anywhere, even without snow. And it still has that same miracle, happiness, feeling, love, whatever. So, you know, mm -hmm. I feel like Hawaii would be perfect. Yeah. But maybe it's just me because I want to be part of Hallmark. <laughs> <laughs> what a fun where they're filming <laughs> like hi <laughs> we got one this year where i live we there was a hallmark movie shot here in carson i think it was called uh felice navi dad with mario lopez oh that's so awesome you can yeah. see my apartments in it and i'm like oh that's where i live oh <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. I love seeing movie sets when they're happening. Even even though I work in the industry, I still get just as excited walking by. Part of me is like, oh, I wish I uh, could, you know, even just do a, a background part right now. I just want to be on set as much as possible and learning <laughs> yeah. and growing in my 
I actually okay. accidentally walked on set of Lost when it was still taping here. Accidentally <laughs> <laughs> got lost on Lost. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were filming on the beach in Haleiwa, and like one of, and I just happened to keep walking the pathways of the beach, and then it was like, oops, hi. <laughs> <laughs> here I am. <laughs> Oh, so good. Yeah, and I guess thinking about it more too, in terms of like a character, this this just hit me right now. That one thing that um, my takeaway from Julia too is when she had she admitted at the end that she was more in love with the idea mm-hmm. of being uh, with the prince in her relationship and not so much him, the right? Yeah. What just just piqued my curiosity right now as I'm thinking about that is it'd be so fun to play a character. Um, that has something similar where they're attached to the idea of something and pursue it, but maybe in their, the process of pursuing it, you know, coming to a, a different realization of what they really want in life. Yeah. And because um, I think that's such a common scenario that happens to us, you know, maybe Absolutely. we think we want, uh, say, say in terms of work, like I want to pursue this vocation and, you know, you go, go to school, you study it, you, um, maybe uh, do a co-op whatever it is and you get there and you're like you know sometimes like oh that's not what I was expecting it to feel like and it's like what do I do in that situation like do I start again that's scary I I spent all this time pursuing this path am I going to be kind of going backwards now and I mean we never really are one journey leads to another and it's all preparation for for our big purpose in life but um yeah something about maybe that would be fun too because it's yeah. something that happens. I've seen Hallmark do a couple of movies for that and I actually like those kind of movies where it feels like they the character has a plan it has a goal it has a ending that they have in mind and then somehow or another like something gets introduced yeah. to them and you're like well okay <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I like any where a character goes on a self-discovery to find find themselves and it right along those lines you know yeah. they realize that uh, this is what I thought I wanted but this is not who I really am this is not who what, what I what or who I really want I really I they mean, that's that. the word that was coming to my mind was the self-discovery journey yeah I, I'm all about that on screen and off screen <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah well uh, do you have any questions for us or anything else to add what was your uh, maybe favorite moment of the movie or oh. scene or character God. To, for your perspective. Oh mm. gosh. I I liked um I do like your character. I like your character, but I also like the grandmother. Oh, I was gonna say that. The grandmother is like hilarious and also like very um upfront in like no no foolishness. And, so yeah. like, and I feel like she stands out among the Hamiltons. I don't know what her background is, but it doesn't feel like she's high class, a pretty kind of person like the rest of the Hamiltons were. And I liked her. She was yeah. kind and she was very um, giving to Cindy as well and stuff. A little yeah. sassy. Yeah, looking out for her. And so that actress, Mary Long, is who played Virginia. And let me tell you, she is such a hoot. Even... <laughs> Clean scenes on her lunch breaks. I was laughing and laughing and <laughs> straight face with her because she's just so so whimsical and she says what's on her mind. 
I like it. Yeah. She was, she's my favorite. She's probably my favorite character as well. I liked um, the whole casual wear uh, scene with her and Cindy where she was just like, I wish I could dress like that. Just kind of like taking the mood down. Like, don't freak out that you're in jeans and a t-shirt. It's fine. I wish I could be wearing jeans and a t-shirt right now. Yeah. yeah, I like I liked her a lot. One of my favorite lines by the grandmother was when she said, all of the money we are spending on planning this party, we could just go and give it to the charity. Yeah. And I feel like that is so true because I mean, like you you're probably spending more money than you are raising it. You know what I mean? If you're mm-hmm. like spending it all this money on like custom ball gowns and chocolate fountains and <laughs> everything else mm-hmm. all of that could just be like here's the check for the charity you know what I mean very true <laughs> I said that too when I saw that in the script it's like yes go go Virginia <laughs> yeah yeah but I actually saw um the actress Mary Long on a veteran's Christmas and she also played like an odd in that movie too and she was kind of funny too in that movie but anyway I love seeing all the actresses and actors from like previous Hallmark movies come back kind of things. I'm excited to see what's next for me I did uh film something in February so viewers can have a look I'm not allowed to announce what is it Hallmark it- still or yeah, yeah. yeah. so you'll be seeing something uh by the end of the year with me in it Ooh. Um, is it gonna another, are you gonna be a main character um it's actually similar kind of the third third girl love triangle uh. <laughs> 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 I found my niche but i'd love to play a leading lady uh in in a homework upcoming soon that would be so fun yeah I, I always... oh i'm excited i'm excited to see what it is i know yes Yes, and you're gonna have to come back then if you when you when it releases. We're gonna hold This has been so fun. And one <laughs> other thing too that just came to mind uh, that might be fun for for viewers to hear uh, was a fun little be- be- uh, behind the scenes moment. Um, so if you remember, okay, there's this the one scene when we're um, everyone is gathered together in what I call the castle, but their home. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and we're playing this game that prince ronan wanted the ball all come together and, and the card it, game yeah the, the card game and there was ping pong ball and yeah. we were laughing like what kind of a game is this um but when so me and rebecca lamar she played brooke hamilton when we went up and had a face off at the the center of the circle that was completely candid what <laughs> happened where she caught the ping pong ball i don't know how she did it like it just landed and stuck on her collarbone and the look of surprise that we both had like ah, that was just a genuine authentic reaction so i just thought that'd be funny to share too yeah, I love that. <laughs> it was so confusing because when rhoda and sydney got together nobody was playing the ball they were like walking around in circles or something i don't yeah. know what was going on I was like, what, did the rules change? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what games Ronan comes up with in his spare time, but that was, <laughs> we're glad we made it into the final cut of the film because you never know what, what takes they're going to use when yeah. you're filming in, in the final product. So yeah, that the, the looks on our faces there were totally real. <laughs> that oh, is nice. so That's, funny. It's a fun scene. So I like that. I like that little tidbit. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Pleasure. This was wonderful. Thank you so much for asking me and bringing me on to your podcast. And I wish you all the best and look forward to, to hearing more of your interviews. In the, Thank in the home. you. And we will see you in a couple of months when your movie gets released. Yes, <laughs> I can't wait. Can't wait. <laughs> okay, bye. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Thank you, Melinda, for joining us for this podcast. It was such an honor to have you on the podcast with us. Yes. Um, can't wait to talk to you again, hopefully, when your next movie releases. Because, I mean, like, that would be so awesome if we get to actually. Oh, my God. I yeah. can't wait. I can't wait. And uh, from now on, don't call her Melinda. She's friend of the podcast, Melinda. <laughs> that is too funny okay so then next week starts sprinkling series for hallmark next week will be chasing waterfalls starring cindy busby and christopher russell um cindy plays amy who's a photographer in search of this waterfall as she starts she meets christopher russell's character who is a guide and um, they fall in love in the search for this waterfall. And then the 27th is Don't Go Breaking My Heart by Pave and Italia Ricci. And Miranda runs a boot camp for the recently brokenhearted. She begins to form a connection with the new client, Ben, who is also a reporter investigating whether her boot camp is a fad or phenomenon. So that's the storyline for. Um, don't go breaking my heart is she was a boot camp he said investigative the reporter and stuff like that but yeah so that's gonna be fun okay so little so this so everything the wrap of everything um you can listen to the podcast on apple google play spotify podbean tune in alexa and amazon prime we're still working on iHeartRadio. Um, we also have a YouTube channel, Hallmark Heartbeats. Um, please go buy us a coffee. <laughs> we started to buy me a coffee account, which will be, um, you know, you can go buy us a coffee for like $5. Um, it all goes to the podcast or whatever. And then all of this is at our link tree, which is in the bi- biography in our bio I set up a link tree for the podcast so that we don't have like 10 links <laughs> for people to know and stuff like that also we have Twitter which is Hallmark Heart B1 I tried to make it heartbeat but for some reason I guess it was too long for it to be heartbeat <laughs> but um, then there is Instagram, which is Hallmark Heartbeats. Um, that's about it. Do you have anything else to add? Um, not today. And hey, uh, only buy us a coffee if you really want to and you're financially able to. We're not trying to force you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's kind of cute though. But we yeah. would appreciate a coffee. And also, um, we're going to be actually recording a extra podcast so this week right for october kiss yeah 
So we, if you guys buy us a coffee, you access it on fabiacoffee.com slash Hallmark Heartbeats. So more incentive to go buy a coffee. <laughs> anyway, um, that's about it for now. But tune in next week. And this is Camille. This is Brittany. And we'll see you guys later. Bye. See you next week. Bye.